Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It's always a joy to come into your homes and If you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks so much for tuning in and thank you again for coming out today. I like to start with something funny. One Sunday morning, this man walked into church wearing blue jeans, t-shirt, and an old cowboy hat. Some of the members were appalled. They sent notes to the pastor expressing their concern. Afterwards, the pastor told the man he needed to pray and ask God what he should wear when he came back to his church. Next week, the man came back wearing the exact same thing. Pastor said, I told you to ask God what you should wear before you come back to my church. The man said, I did ask God and he told me he didn't know what to wear because he's never been here before. (laughs) Hold up your Bible, say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about who's the boss. There's a battle taking place in all of us. It's a battle between the flesh and the spirit. The flesh is our natural carnal desires. That's what we were born with. Have you ever noticed how you don't have to teach a child to be impatient, to be selfish, to get upset? I was at a grocery store and this little boy, probably two years old, was there shopping with his mother. She looked like a businesswoman, very professional, well-dressed. Her little boy was as cute as can be. And he went over and got something off the bottom shelf His mother said very lovingly, no son, we have to put that back. Up to that point, he'd been happy, in a good mood. But when she took that away, it was like he turned into a different person. He started screaming. He fell down on the floor, flailing his hands and legs. He's throwing this big fit. You thought he was dying. Of course, his mom was kind of embarrassed and she tried to discreetly, quietly pick him up. He screamed even louder. Here's my point. Nobody had to teach him how to throw a fit. That's what we're born with. The scripture calls it the flesh or our carnal nature. It's things like pride, selfishness, impatience, getting upset. And here's the key. The flesh wants to be in control. The flesh is not going to be happy unless it gets its way. And the easy way is to do like that little boy and give in. And that's okay when we're two years old. We're growing, we're learning. People understand why we're childish. The problem is not when we're two, but when we're 42 and we're still throwing a fit. We're still being ruled by our feelings. We think, I feel like being rude, I'm gonna tell them off. I feel like being lazy, I'm gonna skip work. I feel like being impatient. I feel like compromising. As long as you're allowing your feelings to be the boss, it will limit how high you can go. The scripture talks about dying to the flesh. That means not giving in to what we feel. 
If you live on that shallow level of always having to please your flesh, you'll never discover what's really in you, the best of you. Your gifts, your talents, your potential won't come out. You have to go beyond the surface. If you'll get past the temporary pain of not having your way and choose to follow the spirit instead of the flesh, God will release more of his favor. You'll continue to rise higher and higher. But too many people live on this surface level of letting their feelings, their emotions run their life. The problem is our feelings will lead us down the wrong path. Your feelings will tell you you're tired. You don't need to go to work today. Just sleep in. Your flesh will tell you they were rude to you. Don't let them have the last word. Be rude back to them. Your feelings will tell you, I want another piece of pie. Don't make me wait. I'm hungry. If you listen, you'll hear the spirit say, no more pie. Seven pieces was enough. The flesh likes to be comfortable, but if you're always comfortable, you'll never grow. When you discipline yourself to do the right thing, the harder it is, the more you're growing in that area. Instead of seeing it as, oh man, this is so painful, turn it around. This may be uncomfortable, but I know I'm growing a whole lot. I'm making progress. The scripture says, no discipline at the time seems pleasant. But later on, it will produce a great harvest. We need to think more about later on. Our feelings only tell us about right now. But a mature person doesn't get caught up in the emotion of the moment. They always take a step back and think about later on. Your flesh will tell you, I want junk food, colas, desserts, make me comfortable. At the time, it may taste good, but later on, you won't be as healthy as you could be. We get upset and think, I'm going to go tell my boss off. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. You can do that, but later on, you won't have a job. (laughs) At home, we know we should bite our tongue, not say something to our spouse, but it feels good to please the flesh. We say it anyway. Later on, we're sleeping on the couch. (laughs) Later on, we've entered into World War III. Even though it's difficult, It's much better to say, flesh, you're not going to rule my life. When you do that, later on, you'll not only still have a job, have a marriage, have good health, but your character is coming up higher. God can entrust you with more. Maybe you're at the sporting goods store and you see those shiny new golf clubs, the ones you know you can't afford right now. You know those funds are set aside for the monthly house note but they're the latest, greatest clubs. And wouldn't you know it, they're on sale this week only. Your flesh will tell you, it's a sign from God. You heard Joel talking your due season year. You can't pass that up. Then you'll hear a still small voice, the spirit whispering, don't do it. Be disciplined, wait for the right time. The flesh is always much louder, much stronger. I've got to have it. They're on sale. Plus, there's a special rebate. And look, today, only if you buy, you get a free umbrella, two packs of bubble gum. If you give in and let the flesh be the boss, well, later on, when you have to pay the bills, you'll be depressed. It's much better if you'll pay the price for discipline today. If you'll not get on board with those feelings, 
make decisions based off of wisdom, then later on, there will be a great harvest. And when you see people that are blessed, successful, have good relationships, they didn't get there because they were lucky. They were disciplined. They did the right thing when it was hard. The people that reach their highest potential are the people that are good at saying no to their flesh. Those friends that want you to party all the time, your feelings will tell you, just do it. It's fun. You'll have a great time. But later on, there can be addictions. Later on, trouble in relationships. If you want to see the great harvest, God's favor, blessing, increase, you have to make the decision to choose discipline today. When I was in high school, I used to run track. One day we got out at noon for a special program and track practice didn't start until 1.15. It was a hot summer day in Houston. I was very hungry for Mexican food. I rounded up some of my friends and we went down to the local Mexican restaurant. As I was getting out of the car, very excited, out of school early that day at my favorite restaurant, I heard something down in here saying, you better not eat this food. It's a hundred degrees outside. And in a few minutes, you're going to be out on that hot track running. I no more paid attention to that. I didn't want to hear that. I had my mind already made up. Now I ordered this big Mexican dinner, chalupas, enchiladas, tamales, fajitas, chili con queso, rice beans, had all this food. When it came out, it smelled so good. I could almost taste it. But once again, I heard something whispering, Joel, you better not eat this. This is not a good idea. I thought, get behind me, Satan. This is a good idea. I ate and ate and ate. A few minutes later, I was out on the track. The coach said, today, we're going to run 18 440-yard sprints. Not jogging, but sprinting. On my fourth sprint, I started feeling dizzy, nauseated, sick to my stomach. I went over, coach, I can't run anymore. He looked at me and said, you don't have a choice. You have to run. I wanted to cast the devil out of him too. (laughs) I was so miserable. I'd run a little while, throw up, run a little while, same thing. The funny thing, when I was eating that Mexican food, I never thought about later on. My flesh never once said, later on, this is going to be a problem, bro. It tastes good going down, but it's not going to taste so good coming back up. All my flesh told me was give me Mexican food. Give it to me now. Don't make me wait. The spirit was trying to warn me. God was saying, in effect, you better stay away from Mama Nympha's today. Go down there to Subway, get something easy, something light. Here's my point. Your feelings will tell you what you want, but that doesn't mean that's what's best for you. Your feelings will tell you they hurt you. Hold a grudge. Live bitter. The same time you'll hear a still small voice whispering, let it go. Forgive. Let God be your vindicator. The flesh and the spirit are constantly at odds. You get to choose who's the boss. Nobody can make this decision for you. We can encourage you, cheer you on, tell you that you have what it takes, but only you can make the decision I am not going to live at this surface level. I'm not going to let the flesh control my life, taking the easy way out. I'm going to dig my heels in. Instead of letting my feelings rule me, I'm going to start ruling over my feelings. You've heard little kids use the phrase, you're not the boss of me. 
Next time your flesh tell you, compromise, get upset, give in to temptation, just answer back, you're not the boss of me. I am not living on that surface level. I'm going deeper. I'm going to become all God created me to be. Paul said in Galatians, if you sow to the flesh, you will reap decay, ruin, and destruction. But if you sow to the spirit, you will reap life and life eternal. Notice when you do the right thing, when it's hard, when you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap blessings, favor, increase, not only eternal life, but abundant life here on this earth. But when we give into our natural carnal desires, keep doing what we feel. I feel like being lazy. I'm going to be lazy. I feel like compromising. I'm going to give into this temptation. I feel like staying up all night watching television. When we sow to the flesh, we won't reap anything good. But when you discipline yourself to take the high road, to say no to your feelings, you are sowing to the spirit. It may not happen overnight, but if you'll keep making those choices, you will come in to a great harvest. Romans talks about those who follow the dictates of the flesh. That's saying the flesh wants to be a dictator. The flesh wants to control your life. What does a dictator do? Tells you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. They make all the decisions. You just sit back and follow the orders. In other words, you get stuck in traffic. Your flesh tells you, get upset, be stressed out. So many people follow the dictates of the flesh. Just like a good soldier, when they hear those orders, yes, sir, right away, sir, they get upset, go through the day stressed out. Or you wake up in the morning, your feelings may tell you you're depressed. Nothing good is in your future. Feel lousy. Some people get on board. They go around depressed, no passion. You say, Joel, I can't help what I feel. I'm not asking you to not feel anything. That's not reality. God made us as emotional beings. All through the day, you will feel things, but just because you feel it doesn't mean you should act on it. David said, be angry and sin not. You may feel the emotion of anger. That's okay. Just don't act on it. Don't fly off the handle. You may feel offended. Just don't give in. I'm not getting on board with those feelings. Or you may feel tempted to compromise so strong. You don't see how you could control it. But God wouldn't ask us to feel something and not give in if we couldn't do it. Yes, the feelings are real, but you have to ask yourself, is what I'm feeling going to move me toward my destiny? Is it going to help me improve? Or is it just my natural fleshly desires that are going to keep me from rising higher? Who's the boss, you or your feelings? Are you going to let the flesh stay on the throne, be the dictator? My flesh said, get upset. So I got upset. My flesh said, don't clean the house. So I didn't clean the house this week, this month, this year. <laughs> my flesh said, hook up with this other person. And so I kind of messed up in my relationship. Living by what we feel is a very shallow way to live. I'm asking you to dethrone the flesh. It's time to have a change in authority. You've seen how in foreign countries, when they have a dictator that's very oppressive, pushing the people down, they can't vote him out of the office. They don't have a democracy. They have to take drastic measures. They rise up and overthrow the dictator. 
they forcefully throw him out of office. In the same way, your flesh wants to rule your life, wants to stay in control, tell you how to feel, lead you down the wrong path. Let me warn you, it's not going to go down easily. When you don't give it what it wants, it's going to throw a fit, get upset. You have to dig your heels in, be determined and say enough is enough. Flesh, you're not the boss of me anymore. Feelings, you are not going to rule my life. I am taking you off the throne. From now on, I'm going to start being ruled by the Spirit. See, the Apostle Paul said, I die daily. He was saying every day I have to say no to my flesh. Every day I have to take my feelings off the throne. This is not something that we do one time and then we're done. It's an ongoing process. Paul wrote over half of the New Testament. He's one of the great heroes of faith, yet he still had to deal with his flesh. You never get to the point where you're so mature, you're so spiritual, you don't have any of these fleshly carnal desires. Like Paul, every day we have to learn to say no to certain feelings. One time my father had a disagreement with my mother and it was really no big deal, but my father was put out over it. He knew the right thing to do was just to let it go and move forward, but he felt like being offended. He felt like feeling sorry for himself. Instead of ruling his feelings, he let his feelings rule him. He put them back up on the throne. And he decided to give my mother the silent treatment. She would walk by him in the house and he would ignore her act like he didn't see her. She would ask him something. He would answer back in the shortest, most unfriendly way he possibly could. He liked how it made him feel. When you give in to the flesh, there is pleasure. Feels good to have a pity party. Feels good to eat the 12th bowl of ice cream. Feels good to skip school, go down to the beach. The flesh loves to have its way, loves to stay on the throne. A couple of hours later, my mom got tired of having the cold shoulder treatment and decided to do something about it. She went and hid behind a door and stayed there as quietly as she could. My father looked and looked and looked everywhere throughout the house. It's hard to ignore somebody when you can't find them. <laughs> the longer he looked, the more worried he became. He thought, dear Lord, maybe the rapture took place and I got left behind. A <laughs> few minutes later, he passed that door where my mother was hiding. She jumped out on his back, put both legs around him, said, John, I'm not getting off until you cheer up. <laughs> they laughed so much, my father forgot what he was mad about. <laughs> no matter how mature you are, every day you have to take those feelings off the throne. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, everything is permissible for me, but everything is not profitable. I will not become a slave to anything. See, there are a lot of things we can do and get away with. We can go through life, bad attitude, hot temper, compromising, impatient. That's permissible, but it's not very profitable. If you live at that shallow level, letting your feelings rule you, you can only go so high. Yes, you'll survive, but it will be much less than you were created for. I'm talking today about reaching the fullness of your destiny. Paul said, I won't become a slave to anything. When we let our feelings rule us, we become a slave to anger, a slave to lust, a slave to self-pity. 
Because we're letting our flesh stay on the throne, it's like we're serving those things held by their power. But I believe this is a new day. The flesh is being dethroned. No more living as slaves. We're rising up and saying, flesh, you're not going to control us. We're going to take the throne. We're going to make decisions that honor God and move us toward our destiny. The scripture says we are unspiritual when we are under the control of ordinary impulses. It doesn't say that these ordinary impulses will go away. The feelings will always be there. The problem is when we give in, we come under their control. Well, you say, Joel, I've always had a problem with my temper. I've always been impatient. I'll never change. Well, here's how you do it. You have to quit feeding those feelings. Anything you feed is going to grow. When that emotion of anger comes, if you keep giving in, getting upset, flying off the handle, all you're doing is making it stronger. You're giving it more power. If you keep feeding that self-pity, going around feeling sorry for yourself, it's just like a person that's addicted to a drug. The more he takes it, the more he has to have it. He craves it. The desire becomes stronger. Whatever area you're letting your feelings rule, it's going to grow. If you get stressed out every time you get stuck in traffic, you're feeding the impatience. Just imagine you're serving it a meal. You get real upset. Here's a steak dinner. Here's some vitamins. If you want to get out from under the control of the ordinary impulses, you can't pray them away. They're a part of life. The way you break free is you quit feeding them. Next time you're tempted to get upset, you feel that ordinary impulse, don't respond. Put on some good praise music. Think about all you have to be grateful for. What's happening? You're feeding your spirit person instead of feeding your flesh. As your spirit grows stronger, your flesh is getting weaker. You have to starve the self-pity, starve the anger, starve the bad attitude. If you keep sowing to the flesh, you'll reap defeat. But if you'll start sowing to the spirit, you'll reap victory. And even though those fleshly normal impulses still come, they won't control you anymore. This is how you know that you're mature. Not that you don't have any temptations. Not that you prayed away everything that bothers you. A sign of maturity is you still feel the negative emotions, but you don't act on them. You don't put them back up on the throne. You're the boss of your life, not your feelings. Proverbs says, a person that doesn't rule his own spirit is like a city with broken down walls. When we keep giving in to these ordinary impulses, our walls are down. We have no protection. We're defenseless. The enemy can come in and have a heyday with our life. Here's the solution. God has given each one of us self-control. Self-control is like a muscle. If you never use it, if you never discipline yourself, your self-control muscle is going to be very weak. You have to start exercising it. Start saying no to your flesh. You have a destiny to fulfill. God has amazing things in your future. But the scripture says, as long as the heir is a child, he will never receive the inheritance. If you're throwing a fit at two years old, that's okay. But if you're 20 years old, 40 years old, 60 years old, still giving in to the ordinary impulses, 
God is saying, it's time to grow up. If you'll take your flesh off the throne, God will start releasing some of these amazing things that he has in your future. See, spiritual maturity has nothing to do with how long you've been in church, how long you've known the Lord. It has everything to do with what kind of fruit are you displaying in your life? Are you not living by your feelings? Are you saying no to these emotional impulses? I read something interesting about mountain climbers. When they're out climbing, one of the main things they have to watch out for are poisonous snakes. The snakes can be hidden behind a rock. They move it and get bitten. Or the snakes can be on the ground disguised. They look just like the terrain. They accidentally step on them. A snake bite way up in a mountain can easily be fatal. can take hours, even days to be rescued. So constantly watching out for poisonous snakes is always on the forefront of their mind. But there's something called the snake line. When the climbers get to a certain altitude, when they get up high enough, because the air is so thin, they know that snakes cannot live at that level. They don't have to worry about getting bitten by these poisonous snakes at that height. In the same way, if you'll keep ruling over your emotions, not letting the flesh have control, as you continue growing, maturing, coming up higher, you will get to the place where the snakes, where the enemy cannot bother you anymore. It doesn't mean that you won't still feel the emotional, ordinary impulses. They'll still be there, but they won't affect you. Your flesh has been dethroned. Those feelings may try to get back up there from time to time, but you've developed so much self-discipline. You've sowed to the spirit so long. It's like you've crossed that snake line. The enemy cannot go where you're going. Now, we may not all be there just yet, but don't worry, you're getting closer. We're coming up higher. The flesh is getting weaker. The spirit is getting stronger. Who's the boss? You're the boss. Now, do your part. Keep saying no to the flesh. Like Paul, keep dying daily. If you'll do this, as you continue to grow, I believe and declare God is going to release the inheritance, the amazing things he has in store. You're going to step in to the fullness of your destiny and become everything he's created you to be in Jesus name. If you receive it, can you say amen today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.